Today's date is December 26, 2021. I'm glad you chose to join us today. I'm Pastor John Hardman with the Quincy Church of the Nazarene. You may follow us by visiting our homepage at quincynazarene.org. Will you bow your heads with me, please, as we uh, uh, pray before we start? Father, I just ask that you would uh, speak into our lives uh, your truths, that we would uh, recognize that Jesus Christ is the real reason for the season. And as we uh, go through this sermon, uh, Lord, I just ask that you would uh, not only speak into our hearts these truths, but if we do not know you as our personal Savior, if we do not know the true reason for the season, which is found in Jesus Christ, I ask that you put in such a longing that we'll hunger and thirst until we realize who Jesus is. In Jesus' name, amen. Today, one day after Christmas, uh, I want to do the, a biblical narration of the story of Christmas. Uh, the conception of Jesus is foretold, so let's begin. Mary, a young virgin, was living in Galilee of Nazareth and was engaged to be married to Joseph, a Jewish carpenter. An angel visited her and explained to her that she would conceive a son by the power of the Holy Spirit. She would carry and give birth to this child, and she would name him Jesus. At first, Mary was afraid and troubled by the angel's word. Being a virgin, Mary questioned the angel, How will this be? The angel explained that the child would be God's own son, and therefore nothing is impossible with God. Humbled and in awe, Mary believed the angel of the Lord and rejoiced in God, her Savior. Surely, Mary reflected with wonder on the words found in Isaiah 7.14 foretelling this event. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son, and you will call him Emmanuel. While Mary was still engaged to Joseph, she miraculously became pregnant through the Holy Spirit, as foretold to her by the angel. When Mary told Joseph she was pregnant, he had every right to feel disgraced. He knew the child was not his own, and Mary's apparent unfaithfulness carried a grave social stigma. Joseph not only had the right to divorce, voice, divorce Mary, under Jewish law, she could be put to death by stoning. Although Joseph's initial reaction was to break the engagement, which was an appropriate thing for a righteous man to do, he treated Mary with extreme kindness. He did not want to cause her further shame, so he decided to act quietly. But God sent an angel to Joseph in a dream to verify Mary's story and reassure him that his marriage to her was God's will. The angel explained that the child within Mary was conceived by the Holy Spirit and that his name would be Jesus and that he would be the Messiah, God with us. When Joseph woke from his dream, he willingly obeyed God and took Mary home to be his wife, despite public humiliation he would face. Perhaps this noble quality is the one of the, is one of the reasons God chose him to be the Messiah's earthly father. 
Joseph, too, must have wondered in awe as he remembered the words found in Isaiah 7.14. The Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will be with child and will give him and will give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. At that time, Caesar Augustus decreed, decreed that a census would, take, would be taken. And every person in the entire Roman world will have to go to his own town to register. Joseph, being of the line of David, was required to go to Bethlehem to register with Mary. While in Bethlehem, Mary gave birth to a Jesus, probably due to the census, and the inn, the inn was crowded. Mary gave birth in a crude manger. She wrapped the baby in cloths and placed them in a, a manger. Out in the fields, an, an angel of the Lord appeared to the shepherds, who were tending their flocks of sheep by night. The angel announced that the Savior has been born in the town of David. Suddenly, a great host of heavenly beings appeared with the angels and began singing praises to God. An angelic being, as the angelic beings departed, the shepherds decided to travel to Bethlehem to see this Christ child. There they found Mary and Joseph and the baby in a stable. After their visit, they began to spread the word about them, this amazing child and everything the angel had said about him. They went on their way, still praising and glorifying God. But Mary kept quiet, treasuring their words and pondering them in her heart. It must have been beyond her ability to grasp that sleeping in her arms, the tender child she was the boar had just born, was the savior of the world. After Jesus' birth, Herod was king in Judea. At this time, wise men from the east saw a star. They followed it in search, knowing the star's significant signified the birth of the king of the Jews. The wise men came to the Jewish rulers in Jerusalem and asked where the Christ was to be born. The rulers explained, in Bethlehem, in Judea, referring to Micah 5.2, but you, O Bethlehem, are only a small village among all the people of Judah. Yet a ruler of Israel will come from you, one whose origins are from the distant past. Herod secretly met with the wise men and asked them to report back after they had found the child. Herod told the wise men that he too wanted to go and worship the babe. But secretly, Herod was plotting to kill the child. The wise men continued to follow the star in search of the newborn king and found Jesus with his mother in Bethlehem. They bowed and worshipped him, and offering treasures of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. When they left, they did not return to Herod. They had been warned in a dream of his plot to destroy the child, so they returned, avoiding King Herod. This is the end of the account of the birth of Jesus, but it's not the end of the story. It will go on and on in our lives until Jesus' second coming. And then, when God ushers in the new Jerusalem, this is the end times as told in the Bible. The reason for the season is that this baby, Jesus, is indeed the Savior of the world. 
For those who accepted this Jesus as their personal Savior, they know what it means to have God with us. Because Jesus, after his death and resurrection, God's Spirit makes his home inside those believers, which allows us to take on Christ's Christ likeness in our world today. May you hunger and thirst today for our Lord Jesus Christ. Will you bow your heads with me, please? Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, in this incredible uh, tale of how Jesus came into the world, where he is 100% man and 100% God, with the sole purpose of being the Savior of the world, our Savior today. If we do not know Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, may we indeed hunger and thirst until we make him the rightful heir in our lives, that we will follow him wholeheartedly. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. And with that, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year's. Until we meet again, God bless you. Bye.